In 2012, I participated in my first ever running event. It was a 10K race, and while I finished it, I had already sworn at the 5K mark that I would never do this again. On today's episode, I'll tell you why and what it has to do with youth ministry. Get up, get up. Welcome to the Ministry Leader Podcast, where every week we explore ministry practices to help leaders leverage their limited time for greater impact with young people. I'm your host. My name's Brian. Here we go. Get up, get up. So in late September in 2012, I ran in my first ever 10K race, and it was an crazy experience for me because I obviously had never done this before, um, but I had to register for this thing in the spring. And if you've never run in a race like this, uh, you know, a 5k, a 10k, a, a half marathon or a marathon, you have to register early. And so I registered in the spring. And what I didn't know when I registered is that you had to enter the pace at which you planned to run this race. And so when I did that in the spring, I think it was March or April or sometime around there that I entered this race that I was going to run at the end of September, I hadn't been running at all at that point. So I thought back to the previous year and I was I had been running a little bit at that point and I was running at a pretty good pace the past year in 2011. And so I thought in the spring of 2012, I've got all summer to build back up to the pace that I had been running the year prior. And so I entered that pace and it got to the day of the race. And when I got the, you know, the, the group that I registered with, or the, the pace that I was planning to run, I recognized that I was in like the second group from the front. Like I was in the second fastest group of runners lined up for this race. And I thought, oh no. I kept checking my bib to make sure I was in the right spot. I couldn't be in the right spot. I wasn't that fast of a runner to begin with, but I knew I had not prepared for this race. You see, I had the, the pace that I had entered, I had been running the year before, but I had only been running about three miles at that pace, not 6.2, which is equivalent to a 10K. I had never run more than three miles at that particular pace, and much less that summer, I had never built up to that pace yet. And so I was a little concerned when we got started. So when the gun went off, we started moving, we started running. And I was running with a buddy of mine who was encouraging me. He had been training all summer. You can do this. Just run with me, just run with me. And so I did for about half a mile. And I, after about half a mile, I recognized this is not sustainable. I'm not gonna make it if I continue to try to run this race at this pace for this distance. I knew it was gonna be a long road. So at half a mile, I already began to slow down. And I slowed to a pace that I thought was a little bit more comfortable. But because I had expelled so much energy in the first half a mile, even that pace was difficult to sustain. And so I continued to slow down. I think I even walked a portion of that, which I'm not proud to say. There's no shame in that. I know people go out and they walk these entire races, but I had not planned to walk this race at all. I had planned to run this race at a very quick pace that I knew at that point I couldn't keep. So this whole race, because I lined up in the front and I couldn't keep up with the people in front, I was getting past this entire race. I don't think I passed a single person in this entire 6.2 miles that I ran, mostly ran that day. I was feeling miserable. Here's what I learned. 
those runners who ran that race, not only did they train and prepare for that event, but they ran at the pace that they knew they could run. They didn't compare themselves and their pace to the people around them. They didn't care about the pace of the person in front of them or the person behind them. They ran at their pace and they finished the race at their pace, still in stride. And my pace was all over the place. I want to talk today about the value of the pace that we run in our lives. Now, this is not a a new topic for me. Actually, this was inspired by my attendance at the virtual Global Leadership Summit these last couple of days on Thursday and Friday of last week of August of 2020. A number of the speakers, the main stage speakers, talked about the pace of our lives. Can we keep up? Is it a good pace we're setting for ourselves? Because when we're running at a healthy pace, we are healthier people. And when we are healthier people, we are healthier leaders. You are a healthier person when you're running at a sustainable pace. Too often in our lives, or I know in my life, that I try and run at a pace because I'm trying to keep up. There's things that need to be done or things that can be done, and I feel like I have to be the one to do them. And I try and run at a pace, and I get to a point often where I just start feeling miserable. Physically, feeling sick, I get run down because I recognize looking back in those moments that my pace was not sustainable. And something had to happen to slow me down. I wasn't a healthy person. Physically, mentally, emotionally, my pace had to slow. But you decide your pace. You see, I was making choices to to cause myself to run at a pace that I knew I couldn't keep up with, but in the moment was feeling good. But the more I tried to maintain that pace, the, the more exhausted and unhealthy I became. So you are a healthier person when you set a healthy pace. But the people who follow you are healthier people as well because you become the pace runner for someone else. You see, in that 10K race and every other race that I have um, actually picked myself up and dusted myself off and entered a few other races. In every race that I've ever run, there have been these pace runners who will hold signs up with the pace at which they are running, and they maintain that pace the entire race. So you know where you're at, and you know if you're falling behind or if you're catching up. So when you are running at a healthy pace, it sets the pace for everyone else that you are leading. Michael Todd, one of the speakers that talked specifically about pace at the Global Leadership Summit this year, um, did this uh, kind of this object lesson where he was playing the drums and he was playing just on this incredible beat. He was doing this drum solo and he asked everyone to clap. And you know kind of how that goes when when the drum solo is going, you feel, you're feeling the beat, you're feeling the rhythm, and you just start clapping in rhythm, and you're just going, and he's just going to town on these drums, and then he stopped. And everybody in the room clapped at least once or twice or three more times at that same beat, that same rhythm, that same pace. And his point was this, I set the pace for you. And even when I stopped, you were able to keep that pace. You see, when the leader sets a good pace, when you set a good pace for yourself, it sets a pace for everyone who follows you. The Lord, your family, 
your workplace and the students that you serve don't need an exhausted leader. They need a healthy leader. So how do you know if your pace is too fast right now? So I have a couple questions and these are kind of questions that I filter through myself to see, to help myself determine my pace. If it's, if it's healthy, if I'm running too hard, if I need to slow down. The first question you need to ask yourself is, do you love being around the people that you love? And I know that sounds a little strange, but here's what I mean by that. When I'm running hard, when I'm running at a pace that um, I know that right now maybe feels sustainable, but I know for the long term that it's not, I start getting annoyed with the people I love the most. That includes my family, that includes the people that I work with, that includes my friends. And I recognize as I, as I snap sometimes at them or I think about why I'm about to snap sometimes, that it has nothing to do with that person. It has nothing to do with what they just said or what they just did or what they didn't do. But it has everything to do with the pace that I'm trying to keep and the fact that right now I don't feel like I have time for this. And it bothers me. And it's not that I don't love those people. It's that I'm running too fast to appreciate those people. So do you love being around the people that you love? If you struggle to answer that in the affirmative, then maybe you're setting a pace right now that is not healthy for you. The second thing is when you're asked the question, how are you? Or how have you been? Is the word busy one of the first things out of your mouth? And maybe you don't use the word busy, but you're quick to tell people all the things that you do. Now, I'm preaching to myself right now because busy is usually always the first thing out of my mouth when I'm asked that question. And then I feel the need to justify why I use the word busy. And the only excuse is that I set a pace that is not healthy for me. I set a pace that is quite unsustainable for the long term. But right now, I feel like I can keep up. And then the last question is, do you take time to rest? I don't mean, do you sleep at night? I mean, do you rest? Do you take a day to relax? Do you take a day to invest in some things that replenish you and refresh your spirit and your soul? Do you take time to rest with your spouse, with your kids, with your family? with your parents maybe, if you live at home, with your roommates? Do you take time to just relax and rest? Do you rest in the Lord? Do you Sabbath? If you struggle to answer that in the affirmative, then maybe you're running at a pace that is not healthy for you. So how do you set your pace? How do you determine your pace before you get to a point where you're about to crash and burn because you've been running so hard that you recognize that suddenly you can't maintain it. You can't take another step. How do you set your pace from the get-go? Well, here's a couple things that I learned from, you know, in my own life and from the speakers that I was listening to very intently this week. Number one is put your priorities first. Put first things first. Don't let your want-to-dos take the place of your need-to-dos. This is something that Michael Todd talked about in his talk on pace in this last week of the Global Leadership Summit. And he talked about having to really pull back and scale back from the number of media events he was attending, speaking engagements he had, and contracts that he was signing for 
other things. He was writing a book. He needed to spend time with his family, and he needed to focus on the things that his church needed from him in that moment. So for me and for you, I ask, what are your priorities? What do you need to do? What are the the big rocks? I had a, a staff member talk about these big rocks. What are the big rocks in your life that you need to put in place first before you get to the wants, the things that you just enjoy, the things that you love to do? Those things will happen, but you need to put them in the proper order. Get your priorities right. Put first things first. The second question is, do your commitments match your calling? And this is something that Paula Ferris talked about at the Global Leadership Summit. She talked about these two dream jobs that she had worked incredibly hard to get. To She achieved everything that she had always dreamed, but she recognized that the relationships, her relationships with the people around her were suffering. And she ran into a number of tragedies in her life, unforeseen tragedies, car accidents, sickness, and all sorts of things that kind of steered her into a place of recognizing that I'm running too hard. I need to stop. I need to slow down. I need to push pause and I need to get things straight. And in that time, she recognized that the things that she was committing to were not aligning with the things that she was called to. If you get a chance to listen to that, I, I highly encourage you to, to, to do so. I was blown away by it. Uh, so I won't say much more, but I'll just ask you the question one more time. Do your commitments match your calling? And then finally, are you striving or striding? Striving with a V or striding with a D? Here's the difference. Michael Todd talked about this again. He talked about striding. And He said, striding is walking with long, slow steps in a specific direction. It's a a determined type of walk. He would suggest that that is a good thing, that we should be doing that. But striving, on the other hand, is making great efforts to achieve something or to obtain something. There's often a struggle or a vigorous type of fight in this sense of striving. And I recognize for me that when I'm running at a pace that's incredibly fast, that is, I recognize is unsustainable for the long haul, that oftentimes I'm striving for something. I'm struggling to try and achieve something. And it, it, it's oftentimes a very selfish motivation. It's something that I want, that I'm striving for. And when I get caught up in that, I get caught up in running a race running at a pace that I can't maintain. So as we wrap up this episode, let me encourage you that right now is a great time for you to determine your pace, to set your pace. I can't set that for you. Your spouse can't set that for you. Your boss can't set that for you. You have to make these choices. And yes, sometimes those can be costly decisions. It may cause you to step back from something that you're currently engaged in or involved with. It may cause you to say no to something at work. And those choices do have ramifications. They do have consequences. But we can make those choices. No one can make those choices for you but you. So here's the thing. Your pace matters. And it matters not only to you as a leader, but it matters also to those that you lead and to those that love you. So be determined, be intentional, and set your pace well. Get up, get up.
Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Ministry Leader Podcast. If you found this helpful or relevant to you or your ministry with young people, please let us know by sharing a review and rating our podcast on whatever platform you happen to be listening on right at this moment. It only takes a second, but your feedback in those areas will help us boost the visibility of this podcast for others who are looking for just such a resource. So thanks again for your reviews, your ratings, and thanks for listening. Join us again next week right here on the Ministry Leader Podcast. Get up, get up.